Welcome to Parenting with Vanessa Clones podcast. Today, we're going to talk about relationships and how it takes two. And what does it mean when people ask me, what is my approach? And my approach comes from a relationship-based approach, which is that both parties are working together to help build trust, understand where one another is coming from, even if this is even with a child. So I got a kiddo and it's been a while since I've had a kid where the interventions are super easy, but the trust building was really complicated, meaning he just didn't trust anybody, anything like I was here of coming at a certain time. I made sure I kept that time. Still, he was just like, nope, you're just, you know, he tried to push me away. It's almost like I'm going to push and push and push and do things to you, such as, I don't know, locking me out of a house, locking and not coming out of the door when I will show up or like going to the bedroom and staying in there. And I mean, honestly, our first session, I show up and it was me talking to a door. I just sat there and I just talked and talked and like I could talk to myself all the time. So it's not an issue. And he finally did come out. And yes, it was around Minecraft and everything else on my phone that got him out. But at least eventually he came out and we were able to be in close proximity. Well, the next time I come over, you know, he remembered that like, he kind of liked me, but yet, no, he, he can't like me, right? Because, like, I'm just probably going to go away in his head. And, you know, he has a really low self-esteem, so he doesn't feel he's worth it. So what do you do when you don't feel like you're worth it? You push people away. And to me, I'm like, the more you push, the more I'm going to actually stay because I think it's really important to understand, especially with children, that I'm not going anywhere. So he's he did a couple of things, like throwing balls at my head. One time we were outside, all of, I was playing basketball with the family and he locked us all out. But luckily we had the remote for the TV, so he, that child was going to come out. He'd have to come out anyway, so I'm like, okay, let's not worry about it. Down to the point where he's hitting the door and the window. And I'm like, well, I turn around, he has gloves on. I'm like, okay, he's not hitting that hard. It's going to be a natural consequence anyways if he hurts himself. But, I mean, there is a safety line. He didn't hurt himself. He had gloves on, so, and it wasn't as hard. I think he was more doing it for the reaction because a lot of times children will want to get in your, to like, to get a reaction out of you. So they're going to take it to the next level. So what is that level? Right. So as we came back in the house, like he was, that's his time that he can have, you know, game time or YouTube, whatever it was, but like, I'm not going to take that away from him. That's his scheduled time. We worked through it. He calmed down. He let us back in and we move on. Right. So again, it's not like punishing him for anything else. He's expressing himself like, okay, hear you. We'll be working on tools to better that. Right. Well, one of the reasons I got called originally is because school was starting up and he was super anxious about it and he's already take he was already off Zoom. He wasn't he wasn't doing much, right? And and just leaving the house was very difficult. So here I come in and the parents are great. They just let me do my thing. And honestly, if you're going to let me do my thing, it's going to end up being a lot faster. We can move things along. And there's times I was there two hours, two and a half hours, depending on the day. And I'm also coaching the parents. So as I'm going to know this child and, you know, we're building it, like there's times where I could see, I crack them a little bit, right? I'm able to get in just a tiny bit. And it's only for like five minutes. It's not like a long time. So then I'm able to get in, you know, for example, just talking about like how we work on ourselves and what that means and like how I have my own fears too, because again, it's a relationship, right? It takes two people in a relationship. So how do you help a child feel secure? And that's also by showing them that, you know, you have issues too, which I do. I have my own issues. And one of my fears is heights. And I told him about it and he thought it would be really cool to get on the railing and, oh my God, I'll never forget the parent's face. But, you know, I just turned my body around and he just, again, wanted the reaction, 
So I was like, let's just not just turn around. And the body's like, oh, look, ha, ha, ha. Like one hand. I'm like, oh, here we go. But once I turned my body and I didn't give him any attention, he stopped. But again, if I would have been like, oh, get off, get off, get off, he might have stayed on there longer and something could have actually happened, right? So you have to use your intuition and judgment because not every child is so different. And then as I'm getting to know this kid a little bit more, he's starting to trust me. I'm showing up every single day at the same time I'm there. And a lot of doors were being slammed and a lot of doors were slammed my face again. And if that would happen, if you, if I walk in and he was in a mood, like I would just sit at the door and just talk to the door and talk about my day. And I don't know, just whatever. And just tell him what I'm working on. And I would just keep it that way. So he's actually, there's no pressure in communicating. There's no pressure on him talking back and to explain things. Cause if I asked him how he felt, he would just be like, I'm already showing you how I feel. You don't even ask me that. So School, you know, his school starting, my school's already going. So I was like, well, let's see if we can get him into my school, right? Let's just see if we can like do it. And this is me going in at this time now in the morning. I would show up at eight o'clock in the morning and say, hey, I would bring donuts. Again, Doris lay in my face, but at least like the child knows I'm not stopping. I'm not going to stop going. I'm going to keep coming and I'm going to keep, you know, doing what I do until you feel comfortable with me. You actually trust me. So then... I had, we had a great session on like a Tuesday. Right. And, and I, and I told him, I said, you know, you would feel really good when you actually accomplish something. Cause I don't think you want this life. I don't think you want to just stay in your house and not see your friends or be around other kids. And at that moment, he like, I saw that he like that again, that moment when you see in their eyes that he got it. So then the next day I show up, he's like, I'm not going door slamming again. Like, I mean, these are like, I'm not, when I say door slamming, I'm not, I mean, I'm saying that like nicely, <laughs> lots of door slamming. And I'm like, between both the kids, I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, I was like, boom, here you go. Another one. Right. And you know, transitions and entering in. So I think any transition that I'm coming into the house, like he had a hard time with me there. Cause it was just like, oh great. Another transition. Or, you know, one time I showed up like three minutes before his time on YouTube was up and like, I walked in and like he, oh, I got it. And then at the end, I explained to him, I said, you know, I didn't realize that the time, and so we talked about it and I said, how can we get it to where you say hi to me when I walk in the door? And he's like, well, you can't walk in. If your session, if you start at three, you start at three, not at 2.57 when I have those three minutes. So then we made a plan. And again, like I had to respect his wishes, which is not to go in three, because sometimes I do get a couple, I do go in a couple minutes early. Said okay, so I'm not gonna do it the next time around. I, I made sure I got him at 3:02, and when I walked in, he's like, "It's 3:02." I'm all, oh my god, he's been waiting, right? And he also wanted to make sure that I said what I meant. Again, to talk about the trust, right? So, again, after about the donuts, and we're talking. I go to the house one morning, and he's like, "I'm not going," and I don't know what happened. I, I just went in the room, and he was playing Pac-Man, which I was like, "Oh, let me get in on that game." And we just started just talking, you know, not directly, but in a way that the, as we're playing this game. And I said, you know, I, I would really like it if you just like go with me to school and walk up and walk out and I'll bring you right back. Right. I mean, I, I will take you myself. And I feel like I'm like, I'm not going to put any demands on you. I'm going to do nothing except connect. Like I'm going to do nothing except drive you there, walk through my school. Your brother can come and go. And he sat there and I could tell he's like, thinking, thinking, thinking. He's like, okay. And mind you, his parents just try to get him to go to school. He's like, no, I'm not screaming. Right. And then I walk upstairs and I'm all, this is before I asked the parents, I'm all, I'm driving them. (laughs) 
which, you know, I'm kind of new. And I just looked at him like, you don't mind me driving because he's ready to go. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not changing. Cause when you have a child in that moment, that's like that, that made the decision. Like, yes, I'm going to try something new and you were working really hard. I'm all, let's just go. And the parents are like, just get the shoes. And then the dad's like, do you want a lunch? I'm all just get him going. I will like in my mind, I'm all, I'll buy him lunch. I'll do whatever you want. I just need to get him out of the house. And so he goes to my school, but on our way there, something like it, it was so interesting to me because his body physically started to shut down in my car. Literally, like he started rocking back and forth. You know, we all have our masks on and I, and he's like, I can't breathe. And then his head starts to hurt. And it was just, you could tell that he was just going through the motions of just like, what does this mean? The anxiety, like, what is it going to look like? I can't believe I'm in this girl's car. She talked me into it. I'm sure he's thinking I tricked him. I mean, you know, the thought can go in so many different directions with kids. And he's like, can you pull over? And I go, listen, we're like, literally two blocks away from the school. I rolled on the windows and let's take the mask. I'm all, we can go like, just take a deep breath in. We practice some breathing. And then we got to the school, we, we got out and he came up and you could just tell he followed his brother, which was, you know, he needed his brother. His brother is his anchor. And sometimes kids need an anchor in the school, which is a person that they can trust that it's going to help them when they're feeling nervous to kind of give them that support. So like a, a teacher or maybe a social worker would be that person for some kids. But right there, his brother was it. So they go into my school and I'm like, okay, this is a no school day. And the teacher and the student's like, what? I go pick a movie. I don't really care right now. I'm like, I got this kid here. I'm a, and since it's my school, I'm going to just change the schedule today because right now it's about getting this kid comfortable. Cause I saw, I mean, he went white and just that, that, that panic of like, oh my gosh. And then in the car ride, he said something cause we, I talked to him about heights and he said, what I go, I want you to understand how I feel. And at that moment, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm scared of heights, right? Like I, I'm not one to like, I don't like to go up very far up. I like to keep my feet on the ground at all times. Um, that's more me on many different levels, but, um, I was, I was heading to Mexico and he knew that. And so one of the things we talked about was zip lining. And so I agreed to go zip lining, not realizing the extent of like, I don't even, my own panic attack with it. So I promise him this. So here we have him going to my school one day, he does his part, but the fact that he said, I want you to, you know, feel how I'm feeling. And it's almost like, you know, that empathy piece of like understanding, like, is someone going to really understand what I'm going through? Like he needed that. And it's not like his parents aren't giving it to him that. It's not that at all. I just think as I'm coming in and I'm new and like, who am I? Can I actually meet him and match his emotions to where he did it? So, you know, I said, let's, I'll do it. And I showed pictures and I mean, he literally like, and I was in, you know, I went to Mexico and I kept communication with him. He's the only kid that I talked to, to make a point. Cause they did go away um, a week and a half, but prior me going to Mexico and him coming back, it was like three days of doors in my face again. Like, you know, it's just cause that there was a break in the, our relationship and like, how do we reenter into that relationship? So again, you know, how to keep uh, the consistency piece and like him thinking probably like I didn't talk, we didn't talk for three days and I'm gone when really I've never gone, but he didn't have that physical or he didn't have, you know, a text or anything like that. So in his mind, it's like, it's done. And so again, the anger coming out and it's coming out in a way that, you know, I, I get it. You know, I'm really lucky that he only threw a couple things at my head and he only locked me out once. It wasn't too bad. I can handle a couple doors being slammed. 
and everything else. But, and the attitude, like, I don't really care for that. The attitude is fine. Like it is what it is. So I go to Mexico and this whole trip, right? So I had a friend come and meet me like in the middle, right? And you know, and the whole point of, you know, her coming was to help me with a zip line because <laughs> I, she already lives down there. And I was like, you know, I really, really need support because I don't know how I'm going to do. Like, there's just no way, like, I don't even know what to even think about that at this moment. So that's another issue that she didn't, you know, she said her thing and that didn't happen. And I don't think it was meant for, like, it just didn't happen. So that was another problem in my, <laughs> my week of going to Mexico. And, um, but I did realize a couple of things that like consistency is huge. And if you're going to say you're going to do something the follow through, like you need to do, or I just have a really hard time being around people like that. And so it's the end of the week. It's the last day of course on my trip. And cause I thought someone was going with me prior. And so we're, we're coming up on the Friday to go zip lining. I buy the ticket and that morning, I kid you not, I was like, my stomach was in knots. Like, I don't even know the last time I was that nervous. And, and it, this, this, feeling of like dread. And at this point I've already called my parents. And so my dad has seen me multiple times in situations where like, I'm scared of heights or something happens. And I just kind of like, I don't know if it's like, I kind of black, I don't know if it's blacking out, but like, I just like, I'll forget to stop like skiing. I will just like, I'll take a whole lesson with the kids. And then I just forget how to stop. I just like, and I run into gates and I run into like a tree. I, I always, or I go parasailing and I forget how to come down with what they're telling me to do. So unless someone's with me helping me, like I don't, there's this, I, there's this weird response I have in certain situations where I like panic and then I can't come up with what to do. Right. So here I'm, and so here I'm ziplining. My dad's like calling me, you know, making sure I'm okay. I have my other girlfriend that like, <laughs> I'm literally like, I text, text her, I'm all, you're getting an email and she's super busy. And I got to tell you, I know when I, when I said, Hey, you're getting an email that I was having a moment and she was very supportive throughout the day during that time. So here we go. So I go up there I'm by myself. And so I'm up with another, going up with this, this hill up with this couple, which was a really nice couple. And I'm still, by the way, like that not like I was in the bathroom all morning. Like I, I just, and I had no food in my system. Cause like, I feel like I was going to puke it up. Like my body was just not feeling it at all. And so already the nerves were going <laughs> and this is not, this is like five hours prior. So we go up the hill and like, I had nothing, like I had no energy. I'm like, well, maybe this is really good that like, I'm not going to puke anything up. Like it's going to be fine. I'll be able to do this. So I get there and then they put me in a group of 27 people and like, they're all couples and then me. <laughs> no, I think 28, no, 26 people then me. Right. So, and they're all from LA. They were, they were great. Uh, but they were already the group. They've already been grouped together through the day. Cause I, when I went and I bought the ticket, I'm like, I only want the zip line. That's it. Nothing more. Do not give me anything else. Like, do you want to ride a horse? Well, no, I just need this one zip line. Right. And so that's it. So then we get going, we get everything ready. Now I'm already like getting white. And then we do our first zip line. And I thinking it was going to get easier. I don't even know what happened, but like the first one was like small, not a big deal. And I guess they give you two. And I guess I missed the memo. Once you go past the third one, that's a point of no return, which means that like, you got to finish it through the zip lines. So as each one's getting harder and harder, like I am literally like getting worse. I'm not getting better. I'm not getting to the point of like, Oh, this is amazing. I mean, I show up and like, you went tequila, tequila, like, and I'm like, no, I'm not drinking. And this kid, I've never, like, I've never had to like, 
I've never had to work so hard for a child to trust me because I'm pretty good at being consistent. But to him, it was so important that I understand him. So this is the relationship building. This is me going past my own comfort zone. This is someone saying like, listen, like I, I'm hurting and like, I want you to feel what I feel. And I just want that piece. You know, I want to know that the person I'm working with is doing it. So I go through it and I gotta tell you, it was, I had a couple moments of aha moments. So there's one woman that was there that was putting people on the zip line. And when I went to her, I'm like, I'm really nervous. She's like, oh, you're fine. And she just put me on and threw me to the third one. And that was far. And then the next one we had to like hike all the way up. And I swear, like my whole body froze. And if you were to tell me to take a deep breath, I would have hit you. Like you get to a point where like there, that, that when you freeze, you just can't move. <laughs> Like, you can't. I'm just going with this kid. Oh my God, what am I doing here by myself? And like, I'm starting, I'm like, I don't want to cry in front of people. I have a hard time crying in front of people. I just really do. I don't, I feel bad that they're not going to share. So I don't like to show a lot of emotions openly. You know, if you're really close to me, you'll know, like I might send a text, like I'm losing it. But like, that's if you're really close to me, that's not everybody. And so finally, like the guy's like, okay, do you want me to go with you? Which I was so excited. Cause I'm like, that's an option. Didn't know. Like I, that like made my day that I can like, okay, I can do a zip line with someone else. And then the other thing that was really weird. So he gets me on and then he wraps his legs around me and then we go across and I'm like, I've never had kind of support like this before. And I maybe haven't been touched in a while, but like, well, I'll pie up in there, but like that had that support where someone was actually helping you get through something. I couldn't remember the last time I had that. And he was great. Like he held me, he like was very secure in the way he did it. And, and I was just thinking about my kids and their, and when they get super anxious and how these sensory blankets and these other, and then I started thinking about all these things in the air of like, wow, like I feel really secure with this guy, right. You know, holding me through this and doing it. And like how my other kids are feeling when they get super anxious and just that little extra support or that hug or whatever your knee, just calm them down. Then we've, you know, we're finally, we get across and, you know, he's, I look, I look across. So this is another point where you can go, you can do like two more. Cause I had, I did the eight, um, zip lines. And so you know, across or not, he's like, I think you should sit here. And I said, I think you're right. Because I swear the next one, I, I like literally was like, I'm going to faint. And I didn't have any food because I was scared that, you know, I'd puke on the way out there. And I just couldn't hold anything down. And I just was too much of a mess and just too frozen. And then we did our final one. And I got to tell you, that was, I felt like a 30 second thing, but it was pretty far. And And he did it with me. And I felt really, I felt very secure, very safe. And I, you know, if for someone who's scared of heights, you would think I would close my eyes, but it was just so beautiful at the same time. So I was having a hard time with this. So I got pictures. And, you know, I was really excited. And afterwards I cried. I went to a corner. Cause like, again, like I don't like to cry openly. I mean, I would be better about it. I do cry with my kids, my kids, when they could do something, I get, I will get emotional, but I'm not one to like openly like cry. Cause I don't, you know, for me, I don't know why. Cause I, I, th- I start to feel bad that I'm going to make someone else feel bad. And I don't want other people to feel uncomfortable for my own thing. So I had, that's my own issue. So the kid is on his, you know, doing his, on his, doing YouTube videos. I forget what it is, but understand this kid when he's on a YouTube video, like you can't get him off. So again, we've already talked about his behavior. So I started sending the pictures and they were like ridiculous. Like the kid turned off all of his electronics, came and looked at the pictures and 
he just, I mean, we started texting back and forth and, you know, he was very clear by the way. Like he's like, I hope like even sent me a text on like the couple days beforehand. I hope you don't die. Like just teasing, but like, you know, or something like that. Like, Oh, you have to do it in 30 seconds and you have to, like he gave all these rules that I have to do to show. And so, you know, whatever, which is fine. And so I just played with it and I sent him the pictures. He, you know, and then he wanted to FaceTime and that was the, you know, that's what made this whole thing so great is that we FaceTime, I showed him the beach and we talked about everything and like, and we went over what this all meant and like how my body felt and stuff. And he listened to everything and it, that was great. And so then today I just saw him and this made everything worth it. I walked in his smile. He has never smiled when I walked in the door this whole time. He didn't slam a door in my face. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't go to school last week. Um, you know, but he slowly is, we're getting back on it. So I'm hoping that now that I'm back, I can get back to his school, but he didn't slam the door. He literally was with me the whole time and we talked about everything. And so now what I did was I talked about my feelings and what happened to me. And I kind of modeled what happened to him in the car indirectly. And I started teaching him like, okay, this is what happened to my body when I would freeze because he froze. Right. So this was this intervention between like, okay, I went through this experience. I'm able to teach you what I went through and teach you about you through my experience. So we did a whole video on like fight or flight, what happens with the brain and what happens when you get into that anxious state and how you can help it. And also like ways to, you know, like which breathing, but I got to tell you again, like, I mean, I don't think I've ever been in that kind of panic mode except when I was parasailing and, you know, or like when I was trying to stop is, I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> I just, I don't know if anyone else has this issue. And if you hear this, email me, please. Cause I think it's, it's just the minute I get into like out of control, like I can't, I feel like I can, and I just can't make a decision or I can't figure out how to stop or anything. So, but either way today, this kid just, we had a great time. He smiled. We talked about it. He listened to the videos about what happens during the fight or flight and what happens with stress. And like when you feel a certain way and like ways to calm down, but it was, I put it, but I put it on as it was about me, but he is listening to it. Right. So he's listening to me talking to him about ways that he could cope, but it's through me because you can't go directly with him. Right. If you go directly, he's going to be like, I'm not going to talk to you about it, but if you do it indirectly, so this relationship where I'm talking about it takes two, you know, I always say for you to grow as a person sitting on the mountaintop for being a monk, like you can meditate all you want to, but life is about the challenges that are brought to you and how do you overcome those challenges? And to me, I feel like in the last, like I met this kid three weeks ago and I have grown so much because he's taught me like, okay, to face your challenges. I will never go ziplining again though. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Unless it's like, I don't know, a kid one and I'll do that one, but like low to the ground. I mean, it was insane. And the amount of hiking to go all the way up and across and just how scared I was and my whole body just like shut down. And, but that's his reality. And that's just going to school. I mean, and then it was a good, you know, learning experience for me and a good reminder of like what people actually go through every day. Some people can't even leave their house. So to me, it's like, how do you, how do you build those skills? And how do you understand that people are all going through this? And so I'm just grateful. I had this experience. I am still processing it because I don't think I've had those strong emotions before like that. And, 
you know, and of course, like by the time I'm on back on the ground, my dad's like messaged me, are you okay? Are you okay? Like my sister's the more of the athletic one where she's like always going to the gym and she's always wanting to do camping and other things like that. Like I like a hotel. Um, I'll go camping one or two nights, but like, I like to, you know, that's about it. Um, if I go to the gym, I'll end up be talk. I'll talk to everybody at the gym, like more social. So I have to have a trainer to actually make me do the work. And I have a great trainer because he doesn't let me get away with just talking <laughs> again, why I could talk to a door without any problems, but you know, and I think in my early career as a therapist or when I was, I'm not a therapist, I took the hours to it. I went through the training and everything else and decided not to get licensed. But for the, you know, as my first kid, I remember him telling me like, you know, he was so shut down. He lost his father at a young age. And, you know, this is the time where you weren't talking about, you know, you listen, you don't give any personal information, right? Well, I'm already in trouble. My first kid because he's like, you don't understand me. You don't. And I have lost a parent and I have lost my father. And I told him that. And in that moment was when we connected. And I'm telling you, he just found me. This was like 13 years ago. He's now 21. He found me and, and, you know, he came by my school and everything else. And he remembers that conversation. Now I remember that conversation because it it made me like, I had to go back to, I had to go to my supervisor because I got in trouble, had multiple meetings about it and about how relationships, you have to have boundaries. And to me, the relationship when you're working with a child, or our family, it's, it's working with them and actually growing with them so they can learn to trust you. And then from there, then you can start to like slowly fade out as you're seeing the progress, right? I'm not going there every single day now. Well, maybe if he doesn't go to the back to school, but I do believe after the session I had today, I'm pretty sh- Well, I hope I'm not going to say it. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx it. But I feel like we're getting closer to him going back to school. And, you know, I think it comes down to really understanding the child. And even if there's a child that has different behaviors or, you know, when I was younger and working with kids on the spectrum, I would, I'll, you know, there's some kids that rock back and forth. I would rock back and forth just to kind of see what they're feeling. So I think it's really important as you're working with people and, a, and you know, I, I call myself a family interventionist to understand where people are coming from, because when you understand where people are coming from, you can have empathy, but you can also start teaching coping skills and ways to help the child. So I think this is really important that, you know, as you're working, I'm not saying go on a zip line, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that you're scared of heights. Um, but I will tell you that it was definitely an experience. It was definitely an experience. I'm not saying everybody should, that needs to go like, you know, climb a huge mountain and go do so. I don't even know the scariest thing ever, but he did mention, oh my gosh, today did mention, um, flying, uh, jumping out of an helicopter and my heart stopped. I go, I no. And I told him, I said, listen, I met my fear. Now it's time for you to go. This isn't about me doing things. This is about you continuing to work on yourself. You, you going to school more than just a couple of days, but understanding that you have to work on yourself. Even when things get hard, you have to challenge yourself. You have to keep moving forward. Even though, you know, you're like, I don't want to, there's going to be days you don't want to, but then you're going to start to feel better in small amounts. So when you start to feel better in small amounts, you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to slowly get out of this behavior and you'll be back with your friends and having fun. I mean, now he's back to playing soccer and doing other things, which is huge. And you know, he, is such a good kid. And like, he's one of those kids that has so much empathy and so feels so much for everybody that I feel like it's almost overwhelming for him. So that's where he shuts down. So now it's like going back to like, okay, now we did this part. Now we're growing. And today when, when his mom's like, okay, well, I'm gonna let you guys just hang out. His face lit up. 
And he didn't slam a door. He didn't yell. You know, we're, we're again, like we're in close proximity. I'm not like scared. He's going to hit me. And we're just past all of this. So now it's the work, right? Now, how do we get him to feel more comfortable himself and build up his self-esteem and his self-worth to be able to go do things that he's scared to do? Because in the end, those, you don't want to live in fear. Fear should not be running your life because then you're not living your life. You know, you living your life is actually making, taking chances. You know, I think that for me doing that zip lining, it's something that's like, I used to always think like, I wish like I would see people do other stuff. I'm like, God, I wish I would, could do that. Um, and that was a challenge. And then the fact that when, you know, I thought I had support going with me and that, that didn't work out <laughs> at all. Um, but I found my own support, right? So I had like it was between my parents and then, you know, my friend Crystal and, and you know another friend that I just was contacting nonstop. And they were just so great of just like, okay, are you okay? So it's like me finding that support system to do it. And then also knowing that when I asked that guy on the zip line to help me, I also told the child, like, this is a way that you ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And that's the first picture I sent to him was me having support because I needed the help. So again, relationships are about working together, figuring things out as best as you can, and then taking it from there. Hope you enjoyed this.